Today on Unleashed Cast, we take you back to the Unleashed World 2022 Expo and I talk to Charu Malhotra. Now, she is the Global Head of Talent Branding and Recruitment Marketing for PA Consulting and a veteran of Unleashed Live Shows. Yes, it was great to talk to Charu on the second day of our event. We talked about diversity, equity and inclusion, Erin Meyer's amazing keynote at the show and plenty else besides. Thanks to Charu for her time. Do enjoy this interview from our recent show. My first question is the same one that I'm asking everyone. How's your show been? Brilliant. Really engaging. Like most people, I haven't been out to a conference for at least three years. So, and this is the conference go to from a tech and HR perspective. Yeah, brilliant, interesting, lots of good conversations, and some really interesting developments in tech that I think have been a, a real result of what's happened in the last couple of years. We're going to come on to those for sure, but just for a bit of context, tell me what your kind of role is at PEA Consulting, where do you, you kind of fit into the, the space as we as we see it? Sure, so um, I've worked in the, the talent acquisition space for about 14 years and I've been lucky enough to work in leadership roles at Unilever, BP, McKinsey and Primark and I've been at PEA Consulting about a year now. My role is one where I, I straddle communications, communications, marketing and talent. So if there was a Venn diagram, I would sit in the middle. And my role is very much thinking about externally, how do we attract, communicate, engage candidates so that they apply for our roles? And internally, how do we create a marketing culture where employees understand what it is to work in an organisation like VA? So, yeah. Right. It's a lot to do. <laughs> yeah, and I'm a team of one, so... Oh, right. Okay. Uh, lots, lots, lots to do. Yeah. Um, so, the other thing is that this show is kind of very multifaceted. Uh, we've got breakout rooms, we've got main stages, we've got kind of product announcements. Uh, there's many different ways to engage with everything that we've got here at Unleash. So, my question is... What themes have you seen? What have you pulled out in terms of, you know, common conversations that people have been having, uh, issues that seem to kind of be playing across a lot of different industries or organisations? Yeah, so personally I, I have spent the last eight, nine years talking about and investigating building a much more inclusive equitable culture internally. There's no point having lots of brilliant attraction campaigns, attracting people into the organisation if then they receive uh, uh, an experience of culture that isn't uh, one that's supportive. So one of the biggest themes that I've seen uh, is wandering around this huge exhibition hall, so much focus on creating technology that will support DNI, support removing bias from the process of recruiting talent, um, removing bias from how we reward people. So that's been a big theme and I think a, a massive change in what I've seen in the last five, six years. This is my ter- third time at Unleashed. Um, the other theme, which has been wonderful to see, because as I said, it's been a, uh, an area of my focus for you know, nearly a decade, is that whole IND culture piece. So being privileged to see Erin Mayer talk this morning. Um, I'm a word nerd, I'm a bookworm, I'm a culture you know, investigator. And to see Erin talk about not just the Netflix culture, but how you remove uh, and incubate barriers for an innovative culture, um, not just in a startup, which is relatively easy to do, versus in a big company, has been another big theme. And I think thirdly, there's been a real theme on 
um, practitioners talking about how they failed fast, which I haven't really seen as much. So I've been in a couple of sessions where they've gone, these are my lessons learned. These are my tips and recommendations. Don't do this, which has been really lovely to see. Yeah, I think um, that's really interesting, actually. What you said about Erin's um, keynote as well, I thought was fantastic. And she really uh, brought the audience into what she was talking about with the number of polls that were sort of set up as dilemmas uh, across the, uh, the the keynote session. And they were deliberately very kind of... All of the answers were valid, essentially. It wasn't like she was trying to steer you into one answer or the other, because it is tricky. The whole point is that she's, she was saying that you... You can't provide all these kind of absolute definitions of what your culture should be. You need to just kind of signpost people to being the best they can and understanding that sometimes it's not quite as simple as that, perhaps. Um, one of them uh, that I really picked up on was the idea of someone who's not doing great work. What do you do? Do you keep them on or do you get rid of them? And um, the, the audience is about 50-50 split. And I think it was quite interesting to think that it, it plays into the conversation about skills now where I put my hand up saying you should keep them because my philosophy would be that maybe they could go somewhere in the somewhere else in the company upskilling and reskilling of your existing workforce is something that a lot of people are talking about I don't know whether you agree with that or not yeah so I think that the dilemmas were a brilliant illustration of um, a sort of similar instance when you ask people how they're going to vote so I think there's a lot of perhaps voting in terms of this is, I want to be more innovative, I want to be more risque, I want to be bold, so I can put my hand up. What does reality look like? So, yeah, I, I, I would have gone for that as well, the option of not getting rid of the candidate or the employee, but re-deploying um, them somewhere else. And I think, you know, that's internal mobility is the only way forward for all of us in organisations where we're screaming out for talent, we've got jobs that are hard to fill, and yet we're not looking at the internal individuals with a lens of redeploying, resetting, retraining, with an expectation that it might take a lot longer to retrain someone, but actually isn't it better to do that versus lose them or try to hire someone in that doesn't know your business. So I think there's a perfect blend, but I believe there's a massive elegant tension in what Erin was talking about, which is we all want to be that innovative, fail fast, bold culture. We all want to read uh, Hastings at the top saying, you know, have freedom, have no barriers, but actually um, it's not it's not current reality. So I actually think there's something around having a really strong sense of who you are as an organisation is, is, is key. Yeah, definitely. I'm going to talk for a little bit longer about Erin's keynote, actually, and another one was around failure um, and the idea that would you put... the would you get your employees to work on a project that you know is destined to fail? And I, again, said yes, because I always think that, and again, to your point, that a lot of these answers often are idealistic for people. You know, this is what I should be doing, this is what I want to get to rather than what I'm actually doing. And I kind of maybe put my hand up to say that I would deploy them onto a project I knew was going to fail because I do believe in the idea that you learn more through failure than you do through success. What do you think about that? So I, I believe that, and that's come very much from I spent three and a half years at Unilever, and the culture there was one of experimentation and piloting things. And if you did fail, as long as you took lessons learned and then programmatically distributed those lessons learned, you didn't, you know, you used a hive mind. Um, it was a very supportive culture. But again, McKinsey was very much the same. 
internally try things, fail fast. Don't waste 12 months on a project, but fail fast. So yeah, I did respond to the question, you know, would you let Gloria or you know, whatever the, the, the kind of fictitious character the name was work on a project? Also, none of us are, you know, Cassandras. We're, none of us are, you know, Mystic Megs. We don't know. It's our opinion that something's going to fail. Um, let's see. You know, let's. So I, I, I agree. But not every organisation will be that forgiving. And I think it goes back to what I just said a few minutes ago. You've got to recognise what is it like to work for your company. What's the handbook? There's no point pretending you can fail fast if actually that person then gets black marked and earmarked for, oh God, don't trust that person because they were working on a program that we put budget in and it didn't work and then never get promoted again. So who are you as a company? What is the company culture? What's the handbook? What's the way of succeeding? And, and then, you know, right or wrongly, that's the, 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 the freedom that you give people. One final question. Yep. Um, the rest of the day, we've got probably half a day left. Uh, what are you looking forward to most? Have you got some particular sessions that you uh, really want to see? I actually haven't had meat to eat yet, so I'm looking forward to going grabbing to buy to eat. <laughs> it's got to be done. Um, but I'm going to spend the rest of the next couple of hours just wandering around. There's some really good platforms I haven't had a chance to demo yet, um, especially in the assessment space. So, uh, yeah, looking around at some of the vendors and seeing the demos that I didn't get a chance to do yesterday to do that now. Perfect. Um, well, uh, just have a, an amazing uh, afternoon. Uh, Charlie, thank you so much for talking to you on Leashcast. Thank you.